How's everybody today? It's a good day to be in the house. Amen? To hear the word, to receive of the word. Um, so we're in our series entitled, Your Life, You Choose. We talked about some things last week, and I told you this week that we were going to talk about what a daily routine of God's Word looks like. And um, I've, uh, in a little while, the hosts are going to hand out um, what you're going to see on the screen, but I want you to watch it on the screen first, when, not at the moment, but when we do it. But I want to read some scripture and kind of build to what I believe is vital for our lives to understand the importance of God's Word being in our life all the time. All the time. Um, God, God's Word is not just a book of, of familiar stories and, you know, childhood stories. I mean, you know, David and Goliath is a great story, but man, there's a lot of revelation in that story. You, know, you understand? And there's, there's stories throughout the Bible, but they're examples for us to understand. But in every story are the truths or the promises of God, and those promises have to be broken down in our lives to where we know how to frame our world with the Word of God, with how God thinks. Um, I, you know... <clears throat> It's like, as I've, you know, for probably the last year or so, maybe even over a year, I've been preparing this series, and I almost feel like there isn't anything else other than this series. I mean, there is. Wednesday night, we're starting a series on the Holy Spirit, on the person of the Holy Spirit, and the gifts of the Spirit. We're going to talk about how to connect with the person of the Holy Spirit, but You'll never understand the Holy Spirit if you don't understand God's Word in your life in such a way that you see the importance of what's coming out of your mouth every minute of every single day. Um, uh, put, put that quote I had up um, from, I think it was last week. That was it. You can change the direction of your life by what you say. We've read in, um, in the series, we've, one of our foundational scriptures has been in James 1. And James, I mean James 3. James 3 and 2 says, For we all stumble in many things, and if anyone does not stumble in word, he is a perfect man. The Amplified says, if, uh, or, or one of the translations, I don't know if it's Amplified or not, but one of them says, if you never say the wrong thing, if you never stumble in word, you never say the wrong thing, you're a perfect man able to bridle the whole body. Then it talks about a horse and a ship. And it says you put the bit in the horse's mouth and then the person on the horse directs the horse. But he compares the bit in the horse's mouth 
and the control of that horse to go in the direction that you want it to go, he compares my life with my mouth, same as a horse. Then he says, a ship that has a very small rudder, and wherever the captain wants the ship to go, it'll go with his you know, whatever it is, steering wheel, it's not, that wouldn't be what they call it on a ship, but whatever it is that controls the ship, but it's the rudder that the captain directs that causes the ship to go in that direction. And, and, and when it's turned, and, and, and part of the ship's going in that direction, so is the rest of the ship. It doesn't go, the front of the ship goes this way and the back goes this way. But he compares how that ship is directed and how the horse is controlled he compares the bit and the rudder with the tongue in my life i have the ability today to change the direction of my life based on what i say i have that ability now You, you, you might, some of you might be, most of you won't, but some of you might be taken back a little bit by what I'm fixing to say, but your words carry more weight or influence in your life than anybody else's words. Even God's. It was okay when I said anybody else's. But then you got to really think about it. Your words carry more weight and influence in your life than even God's words. Jesus told Nicodemus when he was trying to figure out how to live this life, he said, first off, a man must be born again. Is, is the word must, does it leave you with the understanding that it's an option? Wouldn't the word must be more of a command? Okay? So, if you want to understand these things, he said the way to do it is you must be born again. And then he shows us in Romans 10 that if you confess with your mouth, if you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart, you will be saved. God said, you must be born again. You must be saved to understand kingdom principles. But then he said, it's your choice. So what if I tell you, what if I tell you, what if my words are telling you how God loves you and you have a past and you think horribly of yourself and you've had issues in your life and you're meditating on those things and those things are trying to convince you that you're not good enough and and I come and tell you well 
Jesus said, you must be born again. Well, well, I can't be because I've done all these things. If you say you can't, you can't. No matter what God has said. Got my point? I'm going to say it again. If you stay convinced that you're not good enough, you're unworthy... There's no way that God could love you because of your mistakes and you talk that, that's what you believe. Because as a man thinks, that's how he is. No matter what God has said. I didn't say what God has said didn't, wasn't created to change us. I'm saying if you don't get what He says is so coming out of your mouth, then you're going to stay how you were and your words will influence your world more than God's. No question. No question. So I'm telling you today, what I'm sharing with you is vital to the direction of your life. Now, I'll give you scripture. Proverbs 18 and 21. Or verse 20. Proverbs 18, 20. A man's stomach shall be satisfied from the fruit of his mouth. From the produce of his lips shall he be filled. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. Okay, so I can read that for you, but death or life, destruction or blessing and overcoming and empowerment come from what I say. What I say over my life. Death and life is not in the power of the devil for your life. Death and life, whether you experience death or life, is not in even in to this day, because of what God has said, He gave that power to us and our mouths, so it's not even in God's hands for the direction of your life, and yet, God has a plan for your life, but He said, for that plan to happen, you're going to have to change what you say. And you've got to settle that. Look, look what the message says in this verse, these, these two verses. The Message Bible. Words satisfy the mind as much as fruit does the stomach. Or food, anything. Ice cream. Good talk is as gratifying as a good harvest. Words kill, words give life. Man, I like that. Words kill or words give life. They're either poison or fruit. Here's where the title of the message came out of. You choose. Your life, you choose. The reason you're here today is you believe we've got something to say and I'm telling you things today that'll work for you, but they won't work for you unless... You get on the horse, get the, mid, get the bit in the mouth, and you start directing it. Same way, 
You're the guy on the horse. Bit in the mouth represents God's word. And you direct it by what you say. Death and life are in the power of what I say. Words kill and words give life. They're either poison or they're fruit. I don't know about you, but I'm choosing good fruit. How many can say amen to that today? I'm going to show you something today by the end of this service, and we'll, we'll talk about it again in the next service. We'll talk about it We're going to stay on this thing about a daily routine in the Word of God because what I've realized is that this message came out of some things that God really showed me about my daily routine in a lot of ways. A number of years back, this whole message came out of this and what I realized was I had somewhat of a routine, but you know, I mean, you know, last couple of days it was pretty tough or this happened or this thing or, hey, I had to travel or, you know, well, you know, I'll get back on it. And, and six weeks later we stumble and try to get back on it and all along the way we're kind of hitting at it and prodding at it and throwing a little bit out there and kind of deal, but it wasn't first place. I mean, it was there and it was real and I believe in it and all that kind of thing, but there was something that was missing and it was a daily routine where the word was first place over everything else that doesn't mean you have to get up at four in the morning to speak the word you can even speak the word in the afternoon but it's 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 today it's not that i can't not speak the word but I can't not speak the word. (laughs) If I don't speak the word today out of my mouth, God isn't mad at me. I'm not less of a Christian because I speak the word or not. And if I'm speaking the word out of guilt, or I'm speaking the word out of like this obligation that I have to God, trying to labor to get something to happen, I've got to get past that. It may start with the labor because you're going to always start in the flesh in what you do. So it may start as a labor, but just don't quit because in the seed of that word that you're hearing every day, your life is changing. Your life is changing. That's how powerful that that word is. Your life is changing. Your life is producing. The manifestation is manifesting if those words come out of your mouth. I choose life, fruit. I choose the good things of God. How many can say that today? To choose those things is not just trying to have a good attitude and a good thought life. You'll never control your thoughts by other thoughts. You'll only control thoughts by words. Psalm 34 and verse 12. 
Who is the man who desires life and loves many days that he may see good? (laughs) Me. Who is the man who desires life and loves many days that he may see good? Me. I'm talking about he's got my name in here. If If I had a paper Bible right now, I'd pull a pen out and I'd write my name in there. Who is the man who desires life and loves many long days? That in those long days, it's not just getting by that I may see good in everything that I do. Man, he's talking about me. How do you get it done? The next verse. Keep your tongue from evil and your lips from speaking deceit. How does a man have a desire for life? Man, there's a lot of people trying to take their life. A lot of people trying to take their life. I'm just telling you, I mean, when, when when I was a young man, I thought about dying every day. Before I was born again, I thought about taking my life. I thought about all kinds of ways I could take my life. I guess a lot of people do that. I don't know, maybe, maybe, maybe everybody sitting in here, you've thought about how to take your life. Before I was born again, I thought about it all the time. I used to think about what people would say at my funeral. People do that all the time. Christian people taking their own life. People that are leaders to the, in the church world taking their own lives. Thinking there's not anything to live for. He said, he said here in the scripture, Who is the man who desires life? He's not talking about anybody. What he's saying here is, who's going to choose life? The way you choose life, you clean your mouth up. You change what you say. So the power to choose life and to want to live And to live in good days and prosperous days and advancing days. The power to do that is in the seed of what you say. Because the seed of the Word of God gets planted in your heart and it begins to produce a harvest. And that harvest is not sickness and disease and evil. It's good fruit. It's the fruit of the Spirit. And God wants you and I to believe this so that we change how we talk and what we say. Because you're in control of the direction of your life. You're in control. And I promise you, your life will go in God's direction when you come to the place where you believe you were called to say everything that God says is so. 
Because I was created to believe everything that God says is so. If he says I'm healed, then I'm healed. And I was created to not just say that, but to believe that. I'm prosperous and I'm rich because he said I am. And he intended for me to say that over myself and to believe it. I'm free of fear today because God hasn't given me fear. And he created me to say that every day in some form or another. He created me to say it just like that all the time and yet to believe it. And you will never believe it until you begin to say it. Ever. You can read forever. But if you don't, well, you know, I just don't like to talk. Get over it. Don't talk to anybody else on the planet. Just speak the word. Hmm? You'll be way ahead of most of us. Here's a, here's a scripture that I came across. I was reading this and kind of an interesting. It's a scripture of David. It's, it's actually a song of David. And it's found in Psalm 12. <clears throat> and I'm just going to read a piece of it. You can go back. It's only eight verses. The whole psalm is only eight verses. But but, but there's a point I want to make here. And this is what David was saying in this song about people that lost vision or had no understanding of God's ways. He said in verse 1, this is um, Psalm 12 and verse 1 in the, in the Passion Translation. He said... I know the Lord will not deal gently with people like that. You will destroy every proud liar who says, we lie all that we want. Our words are our weapons, and we won't be held accountable. Who can stop us? We won't be held accountable for what comes out of our mouth. Who can stop us? May the Lord cut off their twisted tongues and seal their lying lips. Remember David singing this. May they all be silenced. Watch this. Those who boast and brag with their high-minded talk about doing whatever that they want. And he said, there's no accountability. No accountability. Not accountable for what you say. You read the rest of that passage and it's not pretty. Take my word for it or read it while I'm talking and going to the next verse. God wants you and I to be accountable for what we say. We can't just get away with saying whatever we want to say. Like I said, it's your choice whether you get born again, whether you're saved or not. And yet, it was his command that we get saved, but it's our choice. And yet, it's his will that not one perish, but everybody come to the saving knowledge. Hell was not created for human beings. Hell was created for the devil and his demons. But, 
Hell is a destination that somebody can choose to go to. I mean, I have to say, I've never really met anybody that understood the things of God that really wanted to go to hell. I mean, I'm not saying there's not, but I've never met anybody. To this day, I've met a lot of people that appear to be heading that way, but the only reason is that they don't know Him. Right? And I promise you, the only way for them to know Him is that somebody like me believes this stuff and then has a passion to see their life change, so I start praying for them and be the blessing that God created me to be. I mean, I can't tell you how many feelers that are... I mean, if, if I was up here and there was a, a big map of all the people that, that my life is touching and it had a string going to everyone, I mean, I don't know how many it'd be. And that's the way it should be with all of us. And, and when, when, when today, when, I mean, used to be when I was first born again, if somebody had a crazy life and doing something that was crazy like I was doing before I got saved, and they were living that kind of life, it was like I was after them, you know? You need to change, and you need to repent, and you need to... Rah, rah, rah. Thank God nobody treated me that way. I don't know where I got that from, but I, man, you know, I, I didn't learn that. I didn't grow up in church, and so I didn't learn that in church. I got it from somewhere. But thank God I settled down and realized people need to be set free, but they got to be loved first, and first they've got to be prayed over. They got to pray. Somebody's got to be praying that the blinders get lifted off of them so they can see clearly to know who God really is so they can accept Him because the kindness of God will bring any human being on planet Earth to a place of repentance. The kindness of God. But you're not going to just see a cloud of kindness float out of heaven and, and, and overtake somebody. I mean, if that's what God wants to do, but He didn't set it up that way. He set up for me to get renewed from all and delivered from all my unkindness and let my kindness minister life to people and you the same way. That's the way he created us. And God wants you and I today to realize this starts in our lives with the things that we say. Um, another verse. Just giving you verses of scripture because it's important that you see it in the word. Matthew 12 and verse 36. But I say to you, For every idle word that men speak, they will give account of it in the day of judgment. Verse 37. For by your words, you will be justified. See, God's already justified all of mankind through the blood of Jesus. But by your words will you be justified, and by your words will you be condemned. Will you come up short? 
When God already has set it up and paid the price for you to be justified, to be righteous, to be on top and not underneath, to be blessed coming in, going out, everything that you set your hand to, He set it up for you to prosper in advance if you believe it. Well, you know, I don't know. God may be mad at me. I need to make my own way. That's what happened to those guys over in Psalm 12. You know, God may be mad at me and this may happen because of this and all these other things and I got to make my own way. I got to, you know, I got to take care of myself. I'll give you a verse of scripture for that one too. Proverbs 1 and verse 29. Because they hated knowledge and they did not choose, verse 29, did I say that? Yeah. Because they hated knowledge and did not choose the fear of the Lord, they would have none of my counsel and despised my every rebuke. Therefore, they shall eat the fruit of their own way and be filled to the full with their own fancies. Or the fruit of their life, the one, what they produced. Because... If you reject the knowledge that you're hearing today and you don't learn to do something with it, then nothing's going to change. Whatever direction your life is going in today and you don't like it, you can change it by what you say. The deal with that is change the way we want to see change doesn't happen overnight. But what can happen overnight is you making a choice I'm going to do the Word, I'm going to have a daily routine, I'm going to be consistent with it, and come hell or high water, I don't care whether I see it today, tomorrow, or in six weeks, or six months, or six years, it's coming to pass in my life. Because I believe His Word. I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm finished, been finished for a long time eating the fruit of my way. His way is the only way. There's, bear with me for a second. The scripture just came to my mind. I got to pull it up. Just came to me. 1 Corinthians. First Corinthians 1. Look what it says here. <clears throat> For the message or the word of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved. Oh, wow. This, this, this tops all the other scriptures I had today. The message of the cross, the word of the cross, Jesus' life, Jesus' birth, Jesus' life, Jesus' decision, Jesus' death, Jesus' burial and resurrection, Jesus' ascension, that's the message of the cross. That's everything in between. The message of the cross to those who are Making their own way is foolishness, but to us who are being saved. Oh man, Pastor, I didn't know. Do I need to make, do I need to 
get saved every Sunday? No. When you accept Jesus as your Savior and you believe it, you're born again. The being saved part here is the renewing of your mind. Changing the way you think. Going from your way of thinking to God's way of thinking takes His Word coming out of your mouth in your ears and changing the way you think, changing your belief system so you can be the recipient of all that God had planned for you before the foundation of the world. Absolutely. But to those who are making their own way, this message is foolish. He says a number of different things. It'd be good for you to read the rest of this chapter here, and, but I'll, I'll just read this part. He said, Where is the wise? Where is the scribe, the disputer of the age? Has not God made foolish the wisdom of the world? Notice there's a question mark there. Has God made foolish the wisdom of the world? If God's wisdom is not only in you, but coming out of you, It'll cause the world to look foolish. Has, notice what he said here. Has not God made foolish the wisdom of the world? Question mark? Yeah. But is it going to be that way? Is it going to look that way? Is it going to look that like the world's way is better than God's way? It will to you if God's wisdom isn't working in you, if the message of the cross isn't going down in you and coming out of you and being a part of you, that's the way it'll look. The world will look like they got it going on. And God's way is just, you know, a bunch of paupers just trying to barely get along and hoping to get to heaven. Say this with me. Heaven is a real place. But heaven started in me the day I got born again. That's when heaven became real. Heaven came to the earth through Jesus Christ. Heaven is within. Everything that's in heaven, all of heaven's ways are inside of me. So all that God's ever going to do for you is already inside of you if you're born again. But it's got to come out of you. But your head, your mind, your unrenewed mind that needs to be saved every day, that's why you need the routine. That mind that needs to be saved every day is what gets in the way of keeping you receiving what God's already done for you. And I'm telling you today, those days are over with around here. Can you say amen? Would you just say today in a greater way, no matter how much it's over with and been that way, but we're going to say it's going to be better than it's ever been. And, and, and stop and think about it. One thing I'm telling you that you need to do, and that is create a routine of God's Word like you've never done before. And what you will realize is how much negative thing come out of your mouth that keeps your destiny from being fulfilled. Things are not happening. Direction in your life is going in a certain way because of what you say. Man, it just seems like 
If it's not one thing, it's something else. Raise your hand in here today if you haven't ever felt that way at one time or another. Raise your hand if your whole life you never felt like it. If it's not one thing, it's something else. Okay, so we're all in the same boat. Everybody thinks that. Everybody feels that way. Everybody has that rush of emotion at times. My God, just don't let it come out of your mouth. How many knew? How many know who Brother Kenneth Hagin was? Lift your hand if you've ever heard of who Kenneth Hagin is. Yeah, a lot of you. A father of the faith to me. I didn't know him personally, but just all his teaching just built me as a young man. Starting in about 1978, 79, somewhere in there, started hearing his teaching, and he used to make this comment. He said, "You can't keep the birds." from flying over your head, but you can keep them from making a nest in your head. So all the emotions and all the thoughts and every negative thing that's out there, we're all in the same boat. Everybody's thought it, felt it, came out of your mouth at different times and those kind of things. Just stop it. So Pastor, you're just saying, if I don't say if it's not one thing or another, even though I believe it, then it's going to change my life. No, I didn't say that. I said, fill your mouth with God's Word. Well, you know, Pastor Bert said, I can't say that, so I better not say it. No, that's not going to work. No, say it. I cannot say I'm sick. I can't say it. I'll just tell you this. I woke up at 4.30 this morning like I was going to puke in the opposite direction of my wife. I don't know. I, I can't, I mean, I can remember my drinking days when I had way too much. And we stopped by Taco Bell at 2.30 in the morning, 24-hour Taco Bell in those days, El Paso, Texas. Threw up all over the front of the Taco Bell. I mean, you know, so there's been a, two or three different times I can remember, but I don't get, I don't, I, that didn't happen to me. But man, I'm telling you, I didn't feel good. I did not feel good at all. About 6.30 this morning, into that little duration, things got a little bit better, never threw up, spoke over my body, declared what God said over my body, but I do that every single day when I don't feel that way. So when the symptoms come, everybody say when. When, when the symptoms come, 
I already had what I was going to say. See, I wasn't scrambling. Oh, God, heal me. And his response is, that most people can't hear, I already did. My confession changes the way I think about it so that I'm not the sick trying to get well when sickness comes. And it'll come. And it'll come. I'm denying it's right to remain in my body. That's why I've got to have the right words coming out of my mouth on a day-to-day basis. All the time. Not just when everything else is good. It's got to be all the time. And it's got to be something that I develop that I want to do so that I don't find myself not doing it six weeks after. Like most people's New Year's resolutions. I just saw statistics on that. That's what they say. Everybody resolutes and then they downfall and then they're condemned. No. Where does the condemnation come from? Not believing. Not doing. Not underestimating. When you underestimate the power of the spoken word, then you find yourself overestimating your ability to fix everything and make it all happen, and then you stress yourself out. In the seed of the spoken word, is the power to do everything that you need to do. You just have to believe it's there. That's the key. And to those who are being saved, it's the power of God. This is the 1 Corinthians 1. Those who are being saved, it's the power of God. To those who are renewing their minds based on what they're saying out of their mouth. Because I just gave you scripture, and we got a boatload more scripture that talks about my life is determined by what I say. And the only way my life will find what God already had planned for me is for me to say what He says is so. See, it all goes back to Him. It's not you so big and so strong and so powerful and you got all this stuff and you know you're the mighty faith guy and all this kind of stuff no i didn't feel like the faith guy this morning at 4 30. i felt like the puker guy but god's word works i'm here today why i'm preaching to you today because i'm healed i am the healed i'm doing it because i'm healed So we do those things, but, but we do them out of what we've prepared ahead of time to handle when it comes. Not it overtakes us and then we don't know what to do. And you know what? You'll find yourself, we've all found ourselves there, we've all done it. If you did it this week or last week or whatever, okay. Just keep declaring what God says. And in the seed of that word is the power to overcome. I'm not creating my own way. I refuse. I refuse. I'm doing it His way.
I'm going to do all my part, but I'm going to do it his way. And how do I do that? Put the word first coming out of my mouth. Can you say amen to that? So, I want to give you one more verse of scripture, and then we're going to put some, some, these are just some things that are part of my daily routine that I'm giving to you, and the, we, we may not have enough, so we may just like give one to each family or if this is an individual or whatever. We'll give as many as we can, and we'll make more copies we have to, whatever. But I want to get that in your hand because I want it to help you so that you can, um, that you can create a solid routine from God's word that relates directly to you, not just a general scripture, but taking the scripture and then putting it in the first person to where it relates to your life. And so these are just examples I'm going to give to you, and you tweak them and make them and, and, and build off of that. Add to what you already have. But, but I'm telling you, there's nothing more important in your life than you believing this. Nothing more important. Now watch this. In Hebrews, um, uh, Hebrews 3 and verse 1. <clears throat> Therefore, holy brethren, partakers of the heavenly calling, consider the apostle and the high priest, the one that watches over, in in essence, your confession, Jesus the Christ. Now, quickly, I'm breaking that down. What he's saying is, Jesus, Old Testament, God sent his word and he healed us. Jesus is the living word. I'll be right back. Sorry, I was about to gag. Just have to be honest. So, Jesus is the high high priest, the apostle, over what we say, meaning he is the authority over what I say. He said, consider Jesus the the, the, the living word that was sent to heal us, deliver us, do all for us. Now, He's watching over what you say. You have a situation you're facing, something looks like it's overtaking you, getting the best of you. Oh my gosh. If it's not one thing, it's something else. No, wait a minute, I shouldn't have said that. Father, I repent. I know that your word says that greater is Jesus in me than whatever I face in the world. Today, Father, I just begin to thank you and I praise you. I choose to not be moved, even though, Father, my head's screaming, thoughts are coming. I feel like I've been run over by a truck. 
I mean, I'm tired. I'm, I feel these certain ways in my, in my body right now. But I know that you're the greater one and you live in me and that I can do all things through Jesus Christ who is my strength today. And I thank you that it's so. I declare that it is so today. And hear me. If most of the time, 99% of the time, you're not necessarily going to feel any different. Maybe not 99. I mean, actually today, it seems like one thing comes out of my mouth and I feel my body strengthen. But you may not feel any change. Well, I said that and nothing happened. No, the seed of the word happened. Do it again. Do it again. You mean say the same thing over and over again? Well, I'm going to show you in a second how that Jesus is watching over what you say. Can you put my, my daily routine type thing that I put up? Can you put that up for me? So, um, the hosts have some of these that they're going to pass out to you. It's done in a little bit different way, but they're going to pass them out to you so that you have them. But here's what you and I have to have every day to prepare us to handle the fears of life, the sicknesses and the diseases that there are everywhere, Right? The, the, the lack and the poverty, the competition in the financial world that makes people feel so less if they don't have everything in the natural realm. All, the, all of that stuff that battles in, in, uh, against you. The, the, the lack of sleep and, and the lack of peace because of stress and being stressed out. How many in here you can say that, uh, that every day, somewhere in the day, you, you say out of your mouth, man, I'm tired, I feel wore out. Man, I feel stressed. I feel this. I feel that. I feel, 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 feel. God wants you to not just not say that because you won't. You'll say it. You've got to have some form of release. God wants you to replace it with what his word says about your life. Even when you feel stressed, even when you feel overwhelmed, what does God's word say? I told my wife a while back, I said, you know what? If you hear me say tired, correct me. I just said, tell me, no, we're not, we're, not, we're not talking tired. I don't care how I feel. You say, yeah, but, you know, I mean, if you've had a hard day and you're tired, yeah, but I'm not saying I'm tired. So what are you going to say? I'm going to say that the word of God quickens my mortal body. And the word of God gives me a second wind. I can work all day, be tired. Pray in the Holy Ghost and thank God and His Word quickens my mortal body and then I can go home and work for five hours. Well, but you know, that, 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 that's not good. Yeah, you need rest. And you need to do things. But you put the Word on everything first and foremost and it'll strengthen you and you'll, it'll cause you to say things about yourself that God wants you saying over yourself. Because I promise you, you talk tired all the time, you're meditating on being tired instead of being strong in the Lord and in the power of His might and ability. Death and life are in the power of what I say. Today the Holy Spirit, now these, these are mine that, I, that I've prepared, that, that I have for myself, a, a few of the ones that I say. 
Today, the Holy Spirit is revealing everything that the Father has done for me. I walk by faith and not by what I see. I press through to victory in everything that I do today. I'm going to say it again. I press through to victory in everything that I do today. I can be having a great day, and at a certain time in my day, that's coming out of my mouth. So that when something is pressing me, trying to keep me from victory, no, see, I've already said it. And not only have I already said it, but I've said it for so long, for so many years, that it's become a part of me, and I believe it. Ah, Something that maybe several years previous would have taken me out, no big deal. And it's no big deal because of the seed of the word, not because I'm a big deal. I do not fear anything because God is with me. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Demon spirits are rendered powerless and ineffective against me and my family now, today, in Jesus' name. I'm blessed and I'm highly favored. God's blessing has made me rich. I hear the voice of God, I do what He says, and I worry about nothing. Man, that's a huge one. See what it says? I hear the voice of God, I do what God says, and so I'm so... I'm so consumed with doing what God's telling me to do, I don't have time to worry about anything. I never say I can't. I've heard Christian brain people say that the moment you say you can't, you shut yourself down. You say I can't, you've, you've... deprogrammed yourself to accomplish anything I never say I can't I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me it's not enough to say I never say I can't but I never say I can't and I can do all things through Christ who is my strength I fear no man so nothing has me trapped I trust the Lord with all of my heart and I live in a safe place it's safe to trust God. And you know, what's, you know what's in that safe place? No fear. Our series for four plus months, no fear in our lives. No more fear. Amen? No fear. Lord, with all my heart, oh, the door of opportunity is open in my life today. And then the last piece. My body is renewed. I think clearly. I hear clearly. And I do exactly as God says. I am empowered to love my enemies. I trust the God that is inside of me. If God is for me, nothing can be against me. Fear is destroyed in my life today. I will never be afraid to love ever again. Why is that there? Because I was afraid to love. Never. You know why people don't love and why they're afraid to love? Because they're afraid of being hurt. And most people that are afraid of loving were hurt when they were young. And you know what? I'm protecting myself. Nobody's going to get to me. 
bless God, and to get in this position right here. Nobody's going to, nobody is. No, but today, I'm open. You can hurt me, burn me, do whatever you want to do, but I'm going to still love you. You know why? Because when you don't love, you sabotage your destiny. So if I let what someone else does to me determine how I'm going to love, totally sabotage my life, and there'll always be somebody that's messing with your life. But when my focus is on what I say out of my mouth and what I'm declaring out of my mouth, I'm not afraid to do anything. Yeah, Pastor, I don't know. You need to knock on wood. No, I, I don't say that in pride. I tried to get rid of all the fear in my life on my own. I couldn't do it. I mean, it beat me. It beat me to a pulp. And when I would finally get over one thing, then something else would hit me from another direction. Today, no fear here. You can't hurt me. It doesn't matter. You know, well, you know, Pastor, what if something happened and they, somebody arrested you and they threw you in jail? Well, we just get the jail saved. Literally. Because I'm not going to be afraid of anything. You understand? Now, the fact that I just said that, you think I'm going to be challenged on that? I imagine. But you can't be afraid of putting it out there that you can really live in that safe place. You can't be afraid of that. And I'm telling you today, we don't have to be afraid of anything. God is for me. Who can be against me? Nobody. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Ha! Woo! Fear is destroyed in my life today. I will never be afraid to love ever again. God is my light, and he's my salvation. Whom shall I fear? What's the answer to that? Ha! Nobody, nothing. I'm a believer, and I refuse to doubt. I'm a doer of the word of God. Isn't that everything? Yes. That's all of them. That's all the ones that I have. Now, that's, all of that's on a, on a paper that I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hand to you. Would you give that, go ahead and give that out to everybody today? Oh, man, I, I know I've preached a good while today. <clears throat> One day somebody said to me <clears throat> I was I was showing somebody how to change what they say and the person said to me you know Pastor, it's, it, it, I just feel so stupid saying something over myself when I know I'm the opposite. I feel stupid saying that I'm well when I've been given a diagnosis of some form of sickness or what. I just feel really stupid saying those things. I feel really stupid saying over, you know, myself that. I have no fear when, you know, this thing, I'm afraid of this, I'm afraid of this, I'm afraid of this. I'm not saying denying any of the ways that you feel. That would be lying. What I'm saying is, say what God says until you believe it. And if you'll stay with saying what God says, and I'm just giving you scriptures here, pieces of scriptures that I kind of put in the first person for myself, I like saying today 
because faith is now. And so when I, when you see a lot of the, th- the things that I, I have written out there today, now, those kind of things, because faith is now. And that's what you're developing. That's what you're changing. Your, your soul is being saved. Your mind is being renewed on a day-to-day basis based on what you say. And if you'll stay with it and you'll say things and you'll develop a daily routine and never get off of it, you will see your life going in the direction that God wants it to because in the seed of the word that you speak over yourself is the power to see you fulfilling your destiny that God had planned for you before the foundation of the world. And I'm believing that today. Each and every person at the sound of my voice today, I'm believing.